0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Cosmonaut Bootcamp, hosted by Tendermint Timmy from Spark IBC with the fastest chain in the West, Say Network. Let's take a listen.
1: We get a mic test from the Say Network account.
2: Yo, how's it going? It's here we it's go. uh, It's Joe here on the Say account. Um just going to be chilling, hanging.
3: <clears throat> cool, cool, cool. Just invited Deedle up.
2: Nice. Hey, Deedle. What's good? What's good?
3: I'm going to keep it quiet. I got a baby with me here. Aw, <laughs> little Deed.
1: <laughs> We're working it out. Cool, cool, cool. <clears throat> so, um, I figured tonight, like, um, I think most people are probably already aware of say network especially anyone who will come by tonight so we can spend like a minimal amount of time on uh, sort of the basics and maybe chat about some of the fun stuff you guys are working on upcoming updates um, your thoughts on the market and where safe fits in in general we can kind of just have like a candid chat tonight I think it'll be a low uh, no n- nothing too like professional or list of questions but uh, yeah maybe um, as always, we could just start it off with the quick intros, though. So we have Deedle here, and um, I'm sorry, who's on the Say account again? You literally just said it, but my brain didn't register.
2: No worries. It's Joe. Um, oh, yep. Yeah, I'm CM and uh, growth and marketing for for Say. Some of you guys may have seen me in the Discord and um, around, so it's, it's a pleasure to be here. Cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, go for it, Deedle.
3: Oh well, so J- Joe is the most fearless sailor. He's the one that blazes uh, the open seas, and yeah, is killing it on our marketing and um, also kind of helping us spearhead and shape out our uh, our narrative and our brand. Um, yeah, he leads the way; we follow him. I'm just I'm just simply well, a, a guy helping to build out the ecosystem and um, thinking about strategy, and also um, also working on the marketing team, following uh, Joe's lead. What's your
1: official title, like position? Because I do feel like you're 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 very flexible. Deal. You're just kind of like a guy that does a number <laughs> of things. But yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah my my head is my role is head of ecosystem. Um, oh, and, and that in and of itself involves uh, a lot of different things. But essentially everything where it comes to growth and business development and our marketing, um, yeah. But we have a, an, another team that's dedicated specifically to, um. Protocols like launching on say and integration um and I'm kind of uh a little bit more of a uh jack of all trades master of none gotcha
1: cool that is i uh, I always known I've sort of related to you that's how I see myself. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so let's get the let's get the boring stuff out of the way. Maybe just for the recording and for anyone who is curious, um, let's just do a quick overview of what Say Network is, what it's aiming to do, what niche it's trying to fill. Um, whichever whichever of you two want to take that,
3: take it away. Yeah. No. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. So again, thanks Spark ABC and uh and and the whole crew for having us here. Um, so Say is <clears throat> a layer one blockchain built, um, on the cosmos SDK, but it's not your typical, like app chain say is a sector specific chain to help, um, exchanges and trading applications have the best infrastructure to be built out. Um, and so we're thinking of it as a sector specific chain, uh, optimized for DeFi applications. Um, and the kind of story behind that is that, uh, co-founders Jay and Jeff, um, Jay was a part of the team at um, Robinhood that built out um, the order matching engine and a lot of the core infrastructure at Robinhood. Uh, And he was there uh, relatively early on and saw the company grow a lot. And then was there when the whole GameStop saga of, I think that was what, early 2021, um, like shit show happened. And, um, you know, I still hold one GME token, just uh, uh, stock, just in solidarity um fighting the man and uh that was clearly a situation where things got really messy and citadel stepped in and um you know the powers that be uh made sure that those that are um you know in control of the assets were made safe and retail was kind of left hung out to dry Uh, but actually that was the shitty situation from our perspective right as um the common uh retail traders and seeing kind of everything that was happening uh in the news but Jay from being on the inside at at Robinhood was actually really disenfranchised uh, and disenchanted with the entire process as well. There was very poor internal communication as far as what happened and um, like what special access um, market makers were given. And um, so he was really frustrated realizing that like there was significant problems and it wasn't just like a, um, a bunch of conspiracy theorists, unlike the outside, but like even being in Robinhood, he realized that like these centralized uh, trading applications are way too powerful and don't have um, good transparency in their operations. So that was when he basically became an on-chain maxi and he realized that we can do this transparently. We have the rails, we have the technology. Uh, and then him and Jay uh, and Jeff went out to start building and they were looking at building a Perpstex, um in crypto and they were looking at uh, Terra, this is obviously way before the Terra collapse, and they're looking at um, Solana and, and Eth Layer Twos, and basically looking at where to deploy a Perps Dex. And they realized that there was no good infrastructure, actually purpose-built for trading an application, uh, and application um, and exchange applications. So at that point, you realize instead of trying to peg a square peg into a round hole, uh, they need that you need to kind of think from first principles and build from ground up. So that was where the idea of um, the Say native layer one blockchain was um, come to, it came about. And from there, we've uh, it's been really about a year that we've been head down and building. And we're on incentivized testnet now, um, gaining a lot of traction and gearing up for mainnet, where we'll see a robust kind of variety of different, um, you know, finance applications as well as kind of trading applications launching on the Say chain.
1: Sweet. So actually, here's a question. Do you guys see yourself competing more with like Uniswap, Osmosis, et cetera, or long term, I'm talking more so like Robin Hood and like traditional sort of exchanges? And Yeah, like like how do you guys kind of because I haven't thought about that till now, but just with that little bit of backstory there, it makes me wonder.
3: Yeah, I know. That's a good question. I, I would actually say neither. Say is kind of a layer one that's and an infrastructure layer. And Mm -hmm. um, it's competing for developer mindshare with probably more realistically with like an Aptos or a SUI or um, ETH L2s. It's competing for developer mindshare and applications that want to deploy on Say as their kind of home base or their, um, or at least an instance of their protocol uh, on, on the Say chain. So it's really infrastructure layer for decentralized applications. Um, and then I think all decentralized applications and kind of all what we're building right across crypto and DeFi is going to, is directly competing and fighting with the, the Robin Hoods and um, the Coinbases of the world. We're, we're competing to bring people on chain and bring transparency and uh, self sovereignty to, to the masses
1: okay okay cool i like that i think that's i like those types of answers because uh and any answer that's basically we're taking a a new third option or the road less traveled or thinking outside the box like i think that's what web3 actually needs more of i think we're in this weird middle ground where like web3 and crypto stuff has been around for a while that people are falling into ruts and niches. While on the other hand, I think we barely scratched the surface of what we can do with this tech. So that's awesome. Cool. So, okay, where, uh, so let's maybe talk about where Say's at at the moment, as far as development, um, progress towards mainnet. I know there's cool testnet stuff going on, a lot of projects building. Um, Where are we at right now?
3: Yeah, no, great question. Appreciate it. Um, Definitely a ton of development, Um, really, especially in the last six months. Uh, the first, you know, probably four or five months uh, since the beginning of 2022 was about getting kind of the right core team together, um, uh, establishing the the infrastructure for the tech, working a lot with like Cosmos OGs like Zaki and um, Marco from the ICF and uh, some of the guys at Notional, um, Notional DAO on thinking about the consensus layer and how to optimize the chain really specified for Trading and for fast finality and uh, optimizing uh, a lot of the infrastructure at the chain level for um, exchanges, and then uh, in July we we kicked off our incentivized testnet and we really started gaining more traction on that uh, early days, really in September. So since September to now, um, that's where we've seen significant growth. Uh, so there's 120 teams that have committed to building um, and deploying protocols on say. And they're kind of a robust, like a, a pretty diverse set of teams. So definitely, um, some of them were Terra teams. Some of them were coming from Solana, uh, but there's also teams coming from Near and Polkadot, and uh, teams coming from ETH. Um, there's just an announcement that just came out that um, Vortex was a purpose protocol built on say just got acquired by Sushi Swap. Um, so that's that's pretty cool and pretty bullish to see. You know, one of the DeFi OGs and, and kind of more important players across. Ethereum, DeFi, um, seeing a lot of value in what uh, Vortex have built and, and being on say, as the infrastructure layer uh, coming to um, build on say. And so, yeah, we're seeing a pretty robust kind of and diverse group of teams coming to the ecosystem. And also uh, the say core team has grown. Uh, it's just about 20, just under 25, I think right now. Uh, and the engineering team is uh, about 14. So it's grown. significantly and um say is also going through a funding uh raise right now um and they there was a funding round last summer uh and so a lot of kind of the core pieces to like set up um the say foundation and set up the chain long term for success are kind of coming into place uh and now it's really about um getting teams to deploy and, and and you know um have people be able to utilize the testnet and uh the most recent update there to me is that um the the timeline is looking for late next week so possibly like a week from friday um there's going to be a, a completely new version of the test net so we're on an test testnet right now called the Seinami testnet. and the current chain if you were to go to um the nodes guru uh, say block explorer you'd see it's on atlantic one but at the end of next week we're going on a new blockchain atlantic two uh and that chain has Quite a few different uh, tweaks to it um, some optimizations at the consensus layer um, for uh, I- improving block propagation and um, and consensus for uh, block execution and then also uh, some optimizations with the validator set uh, to continue to like to get the best performance for the chain and on Atlantic 2 that's going to be a much more realistic and um, like Real production environment for what we can expect on mainnet. Um, so, yeah, we're excited to launch that. And I think that's going to be a big kind of boon for activity on um, testnet and getting people to be able to get their hands on and use protocols similar to what they would when we go on mainnet.
1: Cool. OK. I've, I've never really thought about that before, but now it seems obvious, uh, specifically like uh, that when you're in the testing phase, the testnet phase. Um, you might go through a couple different test nets that are like completely distinct blockchains. Um, technically, I've, I've never really thought about that, but yeah, of yeah, that works. That's kind of interesting.
3: Yeah, cool. yeah. And, yeah, and it really depends, I guess, because if this is like an L one like um, app chain that is kind of using of like a vanilla version of Tendermint and like just kind of a standard like um, Cosmos SDK uh, configuration and it's just literally like you don't really like the chain itself doesn't need to be optimized for your use case, then you might need, not need to have like completely separate blockchains in your test net. You just need to ensure that like your test net is um, functional and that the security has been, you know, you've been audited and that um, it's a good test environment for what you're going to have on mainnet. But um, we're doing a lot of customization of the chain at the consensus and at, um, at the Cosmos SDK level. So yeah, this is an entirely new chain that's going up uh, a week from, you know, like next week. Um, but even on Atlantic One, we've seen some pretty significant adoption. Um, I think it's just under 900,000 wallets that have been created and have done activities on chain. And it's um, well over 30 million um, transactions that we've seen on chain really since uh, September, uh, and the majority of them being the last few months. So we've seen a pretty solid adoption and, and traction on Testnet but I actually think that those numbers are gonna increase even more significantly as there's more to do uh, on the new chain.
1: Awesome, okay, and uh, at our current state, or actually maybe more interesting, the the new chain that you're gonna be moving to soon, Atlantic 2, correct? Uh, what's the current, what are we at for like block times these days?
3: So yeah, um, on Atlantic 1, I could pull it up right now, I think we're around like six or 700 milliseconds per block. Um, and, I believe that the um, that they're looking at getting Atlantic two block times to be closer to like sub half second blocks. Um, wow. Yeah, and it's really crucial to have that kind of speed because that's where funds are actually settled. Um, and yeah. so that's how you can compete with a Binance or you can compete with a Robinhood. Um, if you're trying to build a uh, a Perps application or you're trying to build um, a flash loan or any type of application that needs like really fast settlement and good order execution, you need, you know, you can only operate as quick as your, as the infrastructure, which you're built on. Yeah. Um, so say is truly kind of, uh, poorly focused on that and, um, is doing, you know, everything in its, po- in, its in the power of optimizing and kind of pushing tendermint to its limits to get that, those types of, uh, to get that type of performance
1: right okay well so i'm sure the long specific answer to this is yes but uh, only if we can kind of do like quick summary um aside from some of the more obvious stuff you guys are doing with validators which might be good to go over actually maybe it's not obvious what are like the trade-offs that are allowing this block time now if the answer is some super kind of complicated dev oriented tweaks under the hood we don't need to get into it too much but uh, maybe just touch on the validator part of it, and if there's anything else, like because I'm sure a lot of people's question is, okay, here's a Cosmos chain having this block time, why are other ones still multiple seconds? Um, and there's some good answers to that, but I'll let one of you take it.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, and it definitely is um, heavily technical. Um, it's it's a uh, the the main thing is, and part of it is validators, right? The validator set even right now on Atlantic one is 50 total validators. Um, And block times right now are about 600 milliseconds. Uh, Just just over 500 right now, it looks like 590, 610, something in that range. Um, And there's 500 active uh, validators. And on Atlantic two, uh, I think that number is gonna go down uh, even more, probably around 35 or 40. Um, So there's enough to still have a significant um, nakamoto coefficient and like strong decentralization amongst those as long as uh, validator stake is relatively evenly distributed um, but that is one thing that um, has been kind of a core strategic decision is to have a smaller set be able to um, uh, operate at uh, you know these pace at this speed um, and another is there's a few different um, optimizations that were that have been made um so one is uh, twin twin turbo consensus, and that is where. Um, like, um, let me pull up the specific details on it, but essentially validators are able to. Um, validate uh, blocks and propagate them uh, more efficiently based on um, how. Um, the blocks are able to be propagated and then the um information on blo- on the chain is confirmed. Um yeah and I can get more okay. details on so that. So like- I was literally like yeah, no, coming no, from right. uh
1: <laughs> I can I can literally cry see myself when I do the same thing like looking something up, hitting with the um 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 okay cool. So that means like a little bit of tweaking to the actual consensus mechanisms, like which is sort yeah. of the core of, of a lot of blockchains. or, or exactly okay cool um okay i actually wanna i wanna roll back real quick so my my first question we kicked off with is kind of like where are we at with say what's upcoming um but question for both of you i'd definitely like to hear both your answers more specifically uh, on a personal level what these could be third-party projects building on, say, or uh, features that you guys are integrating. But what are you personally most like excited for? What, what, when you have a, a team meeting surrounding this thing or when you hear about this project, what's, what's the one that puts a little bit extra tickle in your belly, so to speak?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited about um, just DeFi in general taking off within Cosmos. Right, like let's let's be honest. Like Osmosis has done a great job in kind of pushing DeFi forward and having like an AMM. Um and it's awesome to see Mars doing lending coming on Osmosis and um like it's cool to see some of the innovations that like Injective is doing and Helix um we have seen uh you know AM DeFi and and even Solana for a little while really dominate um DeFi and like Cosmos has not been kind of known as an ecosystem where like we've had a really robust and um, kind of thriving DeFi ecosystem. And I think that's really starting to change. And I think say is going to be a big part of that. So I'm excited about like liquid staking taking off, um, you know, Stride and Quicksilver um, and, you know, uh, Persistence, a lot of these things are are awesome. And now we're gonna be able to um, have a lot more utility for our staked assets. And then there's just so much that we're going to be able to do with that. And a lot of this is going to be available on Atlantic too. Um, so this is kind of some early alpha, but not only will you be have, be able to then use your liquid stake tokens, um, but then you can use those in, um, you know, borrow against those with borrowing and lending. You'll be able to um, use those within an AMM or be able to um, trade those on a uh, PERBS protocol. Also excited about. Um, Like launch pads that are coming to say, I'm also excited about NFTs, Uh, and there's going to be kind of a pretty robust NFT ecosystem coming to say, which is uh, just kind of emerging right now, and a lot of teams are are talking to us. Um, So overall, I'm excited about having the full like suite of functionality and features that like we've come to experience and like uh, rely on on ETH coming to Cosmos. So that's that's really key. And then also, um, I'm excited too that there's so many kind of teams building. Uh, similar or, you know, adjacent um, featuring features uh, within different DEXs and, um, and protocols coming to say, and say being kind of a really neutral layer one infrastructure layer um, and not building kind of its own DApps. Uh, and with that is going to create like a healthy competition for a pretty robust ecosystem. And I'm kind of excited to see how that plays out, uh, see what uh, protocols gain more traction and how they kind of work to market and differentiate themselves. But I think that there's a lot that is um TBD as far as like what the you know who's going to gain a lot of traction and uh what are going to be the best kind of like killer apps uh on say but yeah just overall I think it's going to be kind of cool to see it all unfold. Awesome. Okay, cool. And then Joe, do you want to weigh in?
2: Yeah, um I would say like I'm I'm most excited about like some of the NFT uh projects that are coming up. I think every ecosystem does NFTs differently. Um, and I think that NFTs are going to be done differently on say, like in some cool and unique and, you know, maybe refreshing ways. Um, so that, that's definitely what I'm keeping my eyes on. So when the, the main use of of crypto for me is, as just like an average show is um, these some of these NFT projects and some of the, things that the NFT projects are shipping like staking or raffles or stuff like that. So I'm super excited about the NFTs um, as well as like a robust, you know, fresh DeFi ecosystem as well. So that's, that's, that's just me.
3: NFT Maxi over here. Um, also, I think that um, NFTs are where retail, a lot of retail come from and that's going to be crucial if we want to have kind of Cosmos um, become more and more relevant across, crypt- like across crypto in general. Um, when people come to crypto, they generally go to ETH or potentially Polygon. Even like, you know, the Trump NFTs that he launched, right? Like effing obnoxious. But like there was actually a lot of net new people that were not familiar with crypto that those, right. re- those damn NFTs brought in. And of course, like that got launched on uh, Poly- Polygon um so i think that even, even the- uh, like i
1: couldn't yeah it's crazy even just within crypto like let's say we're not just trying to bring out new people you know i've spent like a lot of my time the past year trying to bring more people into the cosmos and the single most successful thing i've been a part of that generated over a thousand new kepler wallets was the freaking joe nft thing just because memes and nfts and what you're saying is so accurate where like it, it for whatever reason, it is the onboarding tool, both from normies outside of crypto into and just between ecosystems within Web three. It's crazy. I'm a, I'm a huge NFT skeptic. I'm I don't I don't do a lot of minting trading, but I've come to see that for better or worse, whatever reason, like it is just a fact. It is the onboarding tool right now.
2: Yeah, I mean, we had like the say dawn and dusk testnet NFTs, and those like there's probably like half a million NFTs minted um, just between like those two campaigns. So there's definitely an appetite for it. And um, you know, who are we to judge? Like, who are we to create the you know, the narrative, if the people want NFTs and they want JPEGs, you know, so be it that I I know I do. So um, we're here for it.
1: Okay. So let's actually like, just dig into that a little bit more if you guys don't mind, because, I personally, I've heard it like once or twice, I keep forgetting Say is even going to have NFTs. And I think for a lot of people out there who, and obviously you can't blame them, there's a million things going on to keep track of. um, But I think like for a while there, I know this was the case for myself. I thought of Say as like um, a newer, slightly more like uh, pushing the technical boundaries version of like injective protocol um but you guys are like far more than that and so let, let's just like touch on nfts for a second so like what are you guys doing with nfts um that might be unique to your chain i mean obviously fast finality that's kind of good across the board um but i can sense like the excitement in your voice joe so i'm kind of curious what else is going on where you're where you might yeah. be bringing new life into yeah
2: yeah no for sure like one of say's core mission is like to just foster the best environment for exchanges and and trading and like at the end of the day nfts are really great for um, trading people love to trade um, mint buy and flip nfts so um, there's actually some synergy between like what say is building and you know what nfts are and, and what they can be so that's kind of how I view it I don't know. Correct me if if I'm wrong, Diezel. If you kind of see it any other way,
3: yeah. Well, I, I think that um, it like to, 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 to Timmy's point, right? Like this has been kind of the onboarding, and and we can call it the Trojan horse, right? If NFTs are the thing that brings in a lot of retail, and then they learn the, and then that's an opportunity for people to think about self custody and uh, you know being sovereign and being able to like operate on chain, and then. Breaking the um the cabal of some of the you know centralized finance players that have uh, been in so much power for so long, I think that that's incredible and again, to Joe's point, like who are we to say like what's the right way for like people to onboard into web three? you know prior to nfts, we didn't really have anything that was that enticing other than people that like got on board with like like the sovereign individual mentality and wanted to you know stash gold in their basement and have some btc or um kind of were excited about the the premise of what ethereum could be but we hadn't really had any things that like um brought in real adoption so it's kind of cool to see nfts uh kind of stepping up and being that um as far as bringing in that new people coming to uh web3 and then for say specifically yeah i mean fast finality is is part of it but i think that it's Going to bring a lot of new innovation for NFTs. Um, there will be marketplaces that have order books for NFTs instead of uh, just you know floor floor prices and being able to just buy things to spot. There will be you know borrowing and lending of NFTs. There will be um, opportunities for people to mint NFTs and to create you know can kind of help spur the creator economy. Um, and I think that like you know says permissionless chain. And what that innovation looks like, I think, is is going to be part of kind of the exciting journey to witness. Um, and th- another thing that's really great is that the kind of say engineering, the the core engineering team at Say Labs is 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 really quite frankly stellar, and that's what's helped I think Say gain a lot of traction so far and create a blockchain that's so high performant. And they can always uh, meet with teams that are looking to build on Say or kind of look to integrate with the chain and uh, provide advice or support uh where possible but i think that the innovation is going to continue to um evolve and morph in different ways and it's going to be kind of cool to see it play out
1: cool i'm excited yeah i i think like, i'm excited about web 3 still because there's still so many things that haven't even been thought of like there isn't people will sometimes ask me what i'm bullish on next or what the thing I'm most excited for is kind of like, I just asked you guys and my answer will be like, I don't know. And like, that's why I'm so excited. It's something I haven't even thought of yet and nobody else has either. Um, and so I feel like when you have a network, like say that sort of, retinkering with and rethinking some of the like lower parts of the stack just in terms of like fast finality and other things. You open up more possibilities for people to do stuff with NFTs that we might not even really consider right now because we're we're limited to existing tech and who knows. Um okay I wanna I wanna shout out a couple things real quick. So I have to jump at the top of the hour pretty hard this time. Usually I'm good to go over. Um, so, if people want to ask, say people questions, um, feel free to leave it as a comment on the spaces. Or in the last like fifteen minutes, we'll we'll open up the floor for people to come up. Um, and then, okay, so uh, what what was I going to ask next? There was something we were just touching on that got me really curious. So let me just rethink. Oh, yeah, so uh, not super specific to say, but I've kind of always wondered this, um, and again, because I think NFTs are going to be used for a lot more than just, like, JPEGs in the future. What does an order book for a non-fungible asset look like? Um, Because how do you have two sides of the book? Like, maybe I'm totally just missing. Maybe this is an obvious answer. Um, But, yeah, how do you, like... The only thing I can think of is something like an auction, like a bid, like you can you can place buys on it. Um, but how, how? Yeah, how does an order book yeah. work for for a non fungible asset?
2: If if you think about it, like um, Magic Eden is like an order book, um, like these marketplaces are, right? They have resting bids. Do
1: not assume um, that I know anything FT related. I don't know. I don't really. Know what Magic Eden is
2: or Star, <laughs> or stargaze or or any. Um, okay marketplace right like they have bids and they and they have asks right there's a collection offer usually that's you know a few soul away from the floor and um there's asks people have listings so it's essentially the same thing um and you know nfts are just kind of more illiquid uh you know like tokens right and there's also um a whole new wave of uh you know, NFT evolutions like SFTs or, you know, semi-fungible tokens where, you know, it's that's a whole nother can of worms and stuff like that. So, um, like you said, there's a bunch of unknowns yet to come. So there's probably going to be a ton of, you know, uh, and NFTs that will really utilize what, what say is for, um, which I'm excited for.
1: Semi-fungible tokens.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, they're 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 like from what i've seen um you know gaming projects i know there's like a few gaming projects on solana that um utilize sfts so um so it's an interesting concept
1: i'm i'm immediately incredibly intrigued yeah no it's very interesting okay cool cool yeah i guess where my head was at is like i can't really imagine anything beyond funny enough one of the oldest examples in web2 uh like the eBay model where people can place bids but then the floor price is basically the the buy it now price where yeah yeah but but I guess like as soon as you go into semi-fungible tokens okay cool there's going to be some interesting stuff okay so actually personal question for you guys just because this this has come up a couple times recently do you guys consider NFTs part of DeFi? Like if someone were to say, oh, Say is not totally DeFi focused because they have NFT support. Um, something kind of similar to that line came up about another project recently and their response was, well, NFTs are totally DeFi. Um, so just on a personal note, how do you guys see that? And then on a, a larger question, do you see Say as a DeFi chain or a, a general purpose chain that might, come out of the gate specializing in DeFi, but can can be used for whatever.
3: Yeah, no, both are good questions. Um and I do think DeFi can be more narrowly and more broadly defined. Um I think like Stepin, right? Stepin is an app that is not decentralized finance. They're focused on a lifestyle app where people are walking and like help giving living a healthy lifestyle and then there's an incentive to do so by earning like uh, GM GMT tokens, or, or but one of the first things Stepan had to do was build an exchange, so that you could actually swap tokens and be able to um, like leverage their app. So that that is DeFi inherently, and I think DeFi is going to be more um, applications in the background that help enable greater functionality. So whether it's a social graph uh, and there's a tipping uh, bot, you know, natively within it, or there's a way that you can um, in in a game, you can customize or you know swap a NFT, which is a, a sword within a game, and have a liquid market for that. There needs to be the um, the like any exchange of assets needs to have the infrastructure to do so in the back end, and all of that is DeFi. Um, so NFTs inherently are like to Joe's point: people love to mint them, they love to trade them, they love to uh, speculate on them, whatever. All of that is enabled with DeFi. Um, and so that's kind of the way that uh, you know the Sei Core team thinks about DeFi. It's a, it's a more broad definition of the ability to uh, transfer and trade assets uh, and do that effectively, and and then also um, you know more advanced types of trading um, is better enabled by the Sei chain. And then to your point, is is that uh, is say exclusively like a DeFi chain? Um, I think that Say is a general purpose layer one blockchain that has optimizations where um, applications could better perform leveraging the Say infrastructure that they wouldn't be able to do on other L1s based on other limitations of the the chain. Uh, But Say is is kind of natively a a permissionless chain, um, optimizing for for throughput and for performance of exchanges primarily. And I think that that's where a lot of innovation uh, initially will happen. Um, and that could potentially be where like the killer apps take place. Um, But again, I think that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be like, let the open market um, kind of figure out what are the applications that gain significant adoption because that, you know, they, you know, generate true product market fit.
1: Right, right. You know, after I asked that question and, and listening to you give that answer there, I'm kind of realizing that's almost actually a bit of a flawed question at this point in time, just because crypto as a whole is pretty much just DeFi. Like there are very few things like stepping out there. Like that's, you know, the exception, not the norm. So at the moment, the majority of things that get built in crypto, even if they're totally general purpose, permissionless, whatever, they're, they're DeFi oriented, right? Now. Like crypto, it's funny we use the words like Web three, crypto, blockchain interchangeably, but I'm not so sure they they should be actually. Um, because yeah, like just the, the the majority of what's going on and what's enabled by Web three right now is financial in nature, and I do think that's going to change. Um, not that the financial part is ever going to like go away, but I think the other uses that are far less tied to like the fiat value of an asset on chain, or uh, like a lot of this stuff's going to emerge, whether it's gaming, um, better sort of like real world asset management. Um, So yeah, I don't know, this is why I love these chats, because sometimes I can just ask you a question that seems normal to me, and then just through listening to your answer, I kind of learn something new about Web3. Um, That being said, I did want to give Joe a chance to reply, and it looks like he disconnected.
3: Oh, and now he's gone entirely. Oh no. Okay, that's fine. I'm sure he'll pop back in in a moment. Can we
1: assume that's just like network connection, probably?
3: It's Elon rugging us, man.
1: It is. It is. When is uh when say gonna launch a, a social media alternative?
3: <laughs> <laughs> say is uh is not building any applications. Say it's just focusing on building the best uh best yeah. layer one blockchain, and and that's what um. We're kind of committed to because it's really tempting, right? And there's all these like cool opportunities looking left and right. Um, and we've kind of seen that 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 can definitely spread your dev team t- team too thin, but it also can um hurt like actual kind of true innovation on chain. Because once you start incubating projects and you start kind of um saying, Oh, this is this is something that is like, you know, created by the say labs team, then it's really hard to be like credibly neutral. Yeah. Um yep. And and I think that like we're going to see that like um you probably wouldn't be as excited about going to build a perps protocol on injective because like you know why would the injective team make it in a, like a concerted effort to promote your perps protocol over the one mm-hmm. that they've built. Right. Yep. So the, the, say is being very intentional about kind of just focusing on the chain which is already um a huge undertaking and making sure that it's secure and that it's performant and that it provides the infrastructure for what teams building on say are like saying is the most valuable um, and the chain itself can continue to have iterations based on um uh, what where you know where like um applications that are gaining traction where they're going um so that's one thing that i think just kind of like initially say kind of came off as more of like a defi focused and kind of like defi specific chain um and as as we've seen kind of different protocols that want to launch on say it kind of has helped understand like where the chain will evolve um but yeah that's say is kind of focused exclusively on the infrastructure layer um but i think that like we don't know where all this is going to evolve like we're talking about like what like semi fungible tokens could look like and what different you know, bids and asks and what types of like uh advanced trading can look like for these types of assets. I'm like I I wouldn't be shocked if in five years we're seeing like a significant uptake of like real estate on chain, right? And being tokenized. Yep. yep. And instead of like like instead of people kind of scouring on Zillow and not everything is on Zillow and then you have to go to like knock on someone's front door and and like, you know, like it's like imagine where a lot of this is digitized and digitized, and you could buy it or or, or you know used cars. Um, some of these markets, I feel like, c- could completely completely more liquid and like revolutionize, uh, bringing this, some of this stuff on chain. I know that some of these kind of were like random pipe dreams a few years ago, but um, in a weird way, like NFTs could be like something that shepherds in a ton of people using things on chain, and becoming more familiar with it, and then people get used to using, you know zillow on changes like they're used to sending their friends you know funds on paypal or venmo um so that's where i think that a lot of this it's like to be determined and like it's hard to predict exactly how it evolves yep
1: you know it's funny i think like one of the reasons i'm so bullish on chains in particular as opposed to just uh, like protocols building on them especially ones kind of taking this exact attitude like you guys are is because all these examples that get thrown around such as real estate on chain uh your, your day-to-day spending money being tokenized whether it's bitcoin or a cbdc um like Really, really, all these discussions surrounding some real world venture, asset, uh, whatever being being brought on chain and tokenized, they can go one of two ways, right? Either something like Zillow could be built on something like Ethereum or say network or elsewhere, and inherit a lot of the benefits and let people really control that deed and have it be in their wallet blah blah blah. Or Zillow makes their own chain to get in on the hype. But it's not really decentralized. And what's actually happened is an annihilation of all potential privacy, um, like, various like i think we've all talked about this cbdcs are the best example right bitcoin came in and it made us all excited because it was the potential for decentralized money like that was the first narrative around it it's you'd, you'd spend it it's a replacement for the us dollar obviously we're kind of past that now more to a store of value narrative but then cbdcs came along being exactly that or at least the the discussion about them and suddenly everyone has the opposite reaction as they should um So the more like teams that can kind of build chains with this sort of stuff in mind or build chains in any sense outside of the box and out of the rut of other chains, whether it's fast finality, whether it's uh, more like built-in oracles, whether it's, you know, whatever it might be. I think that's like crucially important because if we ever hope for all these things that we want to see brought to Web3, if we ever hope for them to be brought into the Web3 world correctly, there has to be homes for it that they can, like a team like Zillow has to be able to look at a blockchain and go, we will save more money, have a more efficient uh, end goal, um, yada yada, if we use this chain rather than spin up our own. Uh, And that's like, that's hard to do, especially when you're convincing businesses run by people that don't understand what a blockchain is. Um, that have been around for a while and survived fine without it. So, yeah, the Zillow example in particular is just well, they're they're all kind of interesting. Where it can go one of two ways, right? It can either go to the sort of utopia a lot of us are hoping for and dreaming for, where like I have the deed to my phone, a deed to my wallet, um, on my phone with me at any time. And you know, even if I lose my phone or it gets hacked, you know that that's fine. Nobody knows the password to my wallet. I can recover it elsewhere. Like I get that sovereignty that blockchain provides but then the other side of the table is the cbdc side so that's one reason i'm really excited about people doing what you guys are doing
3: yeah no totally and and let's be honest like that all of it's going to happen in real time um there's going to be you know you know corporate chains or you know enterprise blockchains there's going to be nation states rolling out their own sovereign uh you know china's making significant progress on this and a lot of this stuff is going to be like on uh you know a quote unquote on a blockchain um but whether that's a public permissionless chain that um anyone can like participate in the like consensus algorithm and um the security of the chain is is to be determined and i think um it's good it's it's kind of crazy that like this whole thing even exists that there are like public ledgers and that like there's like it's kind of a fucking mind it
1: is is a bit of a mind trip when you really zoom out like when you take a second to actually think about what it means that uh you know bitcoin ethereum the hub whatever is not running on any one computer anywhere not on any one server database like that's the given that's what crypto is it seems obvious but when you take a step back and just think about it it's like whoa we've it's crazy. It's a mindfuck.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, it, 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 when you think about it, like um, like encryption, like end encryption was deemed like uh, an illegal technology uh, and, was, and was like tried to be ousted, um, but like was, you know, made, of, made available for the public. And like, eventually it was like a technology that was adopted to the point that there was no stopping it. Um, And it's just kind of crazy to think of like these sovereign, like kind of like independent technologies that enable like, enable like free communication. Um, And like kind of the cat got out of the bag before like uh, big brother was able to like shut it down. Um, And it's, it's pretty amazing and pretty empowering. But that being said, that's what's enabled this entire kind of like development of this industry. And now when, you know, a company goes to create some kind of enterprise chain and, uh, it has all, this, all these permissions and all these, um, like, backdoor access. Um, they need to compete against open and public blockchains. So it's, you know, bless up that that, that is even uh, a possibility. Uh, and I think that that's what the future we need to continue to fight for. Um, like, I'm a huge Ethereum fan, and I think that Ethereum needs to thrive, like, long term for, like, crypto to thrive long term. Um, and then there's gonna be yeah. other chains that are complementary, but like, I definitely don't see kind of people with this vision where like, oh, I'm like a Cardano maxi and I wanna see every other like public yeah. blockchain fail. Like, like That is heard, so.
1: I've heard, yeah. I'm sure you've heard the analogy of Ethereum, like, uh, you know, MSN or uh, MySpace or like any of these things that kind of like went away and the internet's still what it is without them. Um, and I'm with you, I kind of disagree. Crypto's in a much more finicky place than, like, the internet in general ever was, where if Bitcoin or Ethereum fails, it's kind of, even though in theory it shouldn't touch Cardano or Cosmos, it's uh, it's like the proof of concept for the whole thing failed, right? So I think it's in all of our best interest to hope for the best for both, like, Ethereum and Bitcoin.
3: Yeah, 100%. Um, okay,
1: wait, just yeah. just because I do have to run in eight minutes and I want to make sure we get this, I want to reward everyone who stayed here to the end. Probably the most applicable stuff people might be wondering. So my last two questions for you, Mr. Deedle, will be, one, there are a couple people asking about the airdrop. Maybe we could give a little update. Maybe there's no update, in which case we could just uh, give your kind of standard spiel. And then two, when mainnet hits or actually earlier you mentioned like playing around with stuff on the test net what are some of the first things people will actually be able to play with like what kind of DApps or protocols could we expect at launch like when when the average person starts playing with say what is that going to mean what are they going to be playing with
3: awesome no totally uh airdrop everyone's favorite question i uh, totally get it yeah so airdrop is definitely um, happening, it'll come from the you know that'll be distributed and come out of um, the Safe Foundation. But what's already been announced is um, stakers of Solana, stakers of uh, Terra Classic, Adam stakers are all um, you know a part of the airdrop. And I think that there's a lot more kind of in the works there. Um, and so there will definitely be tokens um, dedicated to the airdrop and, and getting abroad and kind of um, diverse community to get hands on tokens and start to be able to use those just to um, operate and, and you know use protocols within the state ecosystem and before they are able to do that when we go on mainnet they'll be able to do that um, a lot more immediately starting with this Atlantic 2 blockchain um, and some of the things that are going to be live on the, the blockchain are various bridges to be able to um, bridge assets to the state test net from other chains um from ETH and from uh, other ecosystems. Wait,
1: wait, wait. So how does that work? I've always wondered this. How how does that work? It's a test net,
3: but yeah, you so it's the same as if you were on mainnet. App? You're just minting you're, you're you're like able to bridge um like, Raps, like not no test like net. test net. Yeah, test on Ethereum.
2: Okay,
1: gotcha, gotcha. See, I think yeah, like yeah. that's something that people who are builders and like involved with projects will say colloquially all the time. I can't tell mm-hmm. you the number of times people have DM'd me or early on I was confused, still was. Um where people don't like necessarily assume that. I think it's good to call out that test nets connect to other test nets. Um, exactly. Okay, cool.
3: Yeah. So um bridges, um, there will be uh AMs, there will be a perps protocol, there will be um a few others that like are looking to be like publicly. The max leverage soon.
1: on the perps protocol.
3: How degen can um, I get? <laughs> you gotta talk to the sushi team. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I- I'm assuming they probably go 10, 10 up, 10 or up. I don't know. I feel like I don't encourage anyone to fucking trade crypto with more than like a few X leverage if you're really like gung ho about it, but you don't need, you don't need to go more than three X. Like, you're just going to like, I don't know, unless you're some crazy. like I
1: I, I said that half is a joke. I think a lot of my listeners know that I. I myself have lost a ton of money with margin trading and now I'm pretty outspoken against it. Like, just be safe. Crypto yeah. so volatile enough. You can make money if you're a good 100%. trader. You don't need.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't talking about you. I just, uh, I feel like I always feel the obligation to call that out. Um, I don't understand how people think that that's a good idea. Um, what? And then um, there are other protocols that, like, are going to be announcing in the next couple weeks. So I kind of alluded to some of those earlier in the call, but um, I feel like I kind of it's better to not take the thunder away and let those announcements come out in the next uh, couple of weeks. Um, but there's already been quite a few that are announced. Um, and you can expect, um, you know, like a launch pad. You can, like say, uh, Joe mentioned, there's um, kind of infrastructure for NFTs. Um, so, and then, um, you know we've already announced like skip so there'll be MEV prevention there's there's going to be kind of a few different things that people can do on chain
1: cool so it sounds like the short answer is quite a bit quite a bit to play with right off the
3: bat yeah yeah actually um yeah there's this kind of like cool campaign that'll go out in the next few weeks and um i don't know how much i should share but there'll be an entire user flow as if you were on like a mainnet Um, And you had, like, you know, a crazy user journey through multiple protocols that you could do as part of, like, one kind of daisy chain experience. Yep. So it's definitely going to feel a lot more like um, what you could do on mainnet.
1: Cool. Exciting. Okay. Um, Indigo or... Yeah, Corporate Indigo. Feel free to jump in. I can go a couple minutes over the top of the hour, so no worries. If anyone else has questions, definitely get them in now, but no worries, we can, we can go a little over.
2: Corporate Indigo. you Beautiful tortoise. HR is going to have a word with you if you don't unmute your mic.
1: Well, all right the Non-Human Resources Division will be uh, speaking to Corporate Indigo here. Uh, Apologies for that lack of professionalism, Deedle. We we do not claim this one as part of the corporation. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, okay, let me do one last check of DMs and replies for questions.
2: I think we're looking good.
3: Yeah, cool. All right. It's Deedle, this has been awesome. Um
1: not sure what happened. Oh, and now Joe's back on the say account. Cool. Um we're just about to wrap up, so I'll, I'll leave you down there in the pleb listener section say account. But thank you both so much for joining us, um Joe and Deedle. This has been awesome. Um I'm super excited. Uh can we do another one of these like when either when Hmm, Atlantic 2 might be a little bit too soon. Definitely for mainnet release. If if not sooner. Yeah,
3: or or even like uh a few weeks in like, you know, maybe a month or yeah. six weeks from now, uh when like a lot of people are using Atlantic 2 and people can come in and actually ask questions about protocols that are being on, uh, that are, they're using on Atlantic 2, what the, the user experience is like. Um also, you know, we'd really appreciate that cuz we're constantly seeking uh feedback for like, you know, UX and like Overall um overall kind of just like chain experience. Uh so that would be pretty cool if we did that, you know, four or six weeks yeah, down the road.
1: We could even do that sort of uh we could we could add a little bit of structure to that even and like turn it into a specific like feedback section where um like you know ahead of time we're encouraging people to either leave us messages ahead of time or or come up and talk. Yeah, we could figure something out. That'd be great.
3: Dope. I love it.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, I think we'll wrap up for now. Um, everybody listening. Thanks so much for joining. Um, if you have any additional questions or just want to get more involved in the say community, uh, what are the best places to do that deal? Discord, Twitter, where, where do you recommend?
3: Those are definitely the best two. And then if you want to get even more involved uh, from the discord, you could join, uh, Atlantis, the, um, international growth and, uh, ambassador program, but to join discord, it's just discord.gg slash say, and um the say account is at the top, so just follow there. We're definitely keeping all the news there, and our Discord's really active. So, love to have you guys there.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode of Cosmonaut Bootcamp. Um, love it. I like how over Google the change year. Your diaper. Yeah, we we've gone from Cosmonaut Bootcamp started with like people asking what is a wallet, um and now it's digging into the meat of SAY network, one of the most technically, probably complex chains in the cosmos. So I love to see how far we've come. I think people are about ready to graduate the boot camp. in fact, <laughs> 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 but cool. So everybody have a great night. Um, I got to run, we'll definitely do this again in like a month or two. We'll, we'll be in touch and we'll figure something out. Uh, Joe on the SAY account, if you're still listening, appreciate you joining earlier. Uh, And to all the listeners, catch us next week, same time, Wednesday, 8 p.m. EST. Um, Not sure on who our guests will be next week, if we'll even have one, but we usually do. So uh, just stay tuned. Have a great night, everybody, and we'll see you on the next one.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmonaut Bootcamp with the fastest chain in the West, Say Network. Hosted by Corporate Timothy with Spark IBC. Recorded on Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. When I'm cruising, I'm rushing, no booze on my tongue When I'm losing my cool like a bruiser in London The rules are confusing, so let loose the juices And try not to act like they tightened up the noose These fools are reviews, like a problem stepchild ruling the coup with some modest exile I'm lost in the cube with the softest textiles A comfy padded room where I'm walking my best miles So wipe the smirk off your face when you're serving I'm up with a platter of bait behind the curtain Up with the curse, it's absurd to swerve it Letting these nerds know the weight was it's worth it, I'll perk it up while I serve with some bullshit. This ain't my first rodeo. Surrounded by humans, opinionated merchants trying to steal your worth. It's getting on my nerves, so let's make 'em feel nervous. I go. Sign on the dotted line and wave your rights And wave goodbye and pay no mind You gotta wash your brain and erase the time Now shut the fuck up while we wait in line